Welcome to Worship on the Way to Work, a podcast about connecting with God in our workplaces. My name is Cara Martin. I'm a lecturer, speaker and author of the Workship Books. And my name is Stephen Field, Senior Pastor of Canterbury Baptist Church in Melbourne, Australia. Whatever work you do, whatever work means to you, let's take this moment to remind ourselves that God is with us. We are here to worship God, the God who is revealed to us in Jesus and the God who has sent his Holy Spirit to us so the life of God might flow from us. We acknowledge that God is with us in our working lives and God takes delight in what we do. And we remember that God has a purpose for us in our work, to represent Jesus to the people around us and to represent those same people back to God. Let's start by acknowledging God's presence. Thank you, God creator of the world, that you have made us in your image, the image of a worker. Help us to be aware of your desire to work through us today, empowered by your spirit and modelling Jesus. Amen. Today, as we prepare to start our working week, let's hear the words of Psalm 86, verses 1 to 7. Hear me, Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am faithful to you. Save your servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I call to you all day long. Bring joy to your servant, Lord, for I put my trust in you. You, Lord, are forgiving and good, abounding in love to all who call to you. Hear my prayer, Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. When I am in distress, I call to you, because you answer me. Our Bible reading for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 to 13, where in a magnificent piece of rhetoric, Paul mocks those who have become rich in the eyes of the world. In fact, as Christians, we value things such as career, wealth, and even truth and ambition very differently. Hear the word of the Lord. For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? Already you have all you want. Already you have become rich. You have begun to reign, and that without us. How I wish that you really had begun to reign so that we also might reign with you. For it seems to me that God has put us apostles on display at the end of the procession, like those condemned to die in the arena. We have been made a spectacle to the whole universe, to angels as well as to human beings. We are fools for Christ, but you are so wise in Christ. We are weak, but you are so strong. You are honoured, we are dishonoured. 
To this very hour, we go hungry and thirsty. We are in rags. We are brutally treated. We are homeless. We work hard with our own hands. When we are cursed, we bless. When we are persecuted, we endure it. When we are slandered, we answer kindly. We have become the scum of the earth, the garbage of the world, right up to this moment. Here is a story from my work. In my first job as a journalist, I found a number of time pressures and challenges to my faith, including ethical issues and a culture marked by swearing and alcohol abuse. As a young Christian, this was a difficult environment to work in. I felt very underprepared. What was a faith response to this alien world of work? Some Christians told me to be good not to be impacted by what I saw or heard or experienced. Some told me to look for any opportunity to share the gospel. Some told me my duty was to use my position to promote Christians or the church. Some told me to keep my head down and pray. Some told me that faith was only for Sundays. I tried to get my pastor to help me, but he had difficulty understanding or engaging with my world of work. The teaching on Sunday was about spiritual matters rather than everyday issues. The application was usually confined to four options. Pray more, read my Bible more, evangelize more, and do more things at church. When I came across ethical issues, there seemed to be no wisdom in the Bible or in church. How did I stand firm when a strong-willed boss wanted to exaggerate a story or reveal a source or invade someone's personal grief? I ended up being tempted to live two separate lives. The Christian Cara running youth group and Bible study and praying during services on Sunday. Then there was the reporter Cara, who was slightly more risque with her language and attitudes and behaviour from Monday to Friday. In my heart, I knew that this was unsustainable. It felt like a double life, and it was impacting on my relationship with God and with others. I was living a life that was not integrating faith and work. I was actually disintegrating. Being a Christian means being different, but that does not mean we have to flee our context, the workplace. Instead, we need to recognise that we live by a different set of values and a different standard of truth. There is no shame if in Christ we are seen as the scum of the world. As Paul suggests, we live by a different set of values in the workplace. We live by Jesus' values. What might seem like foolishness, weakness or dishonourable to our work colleagues may be wise, strong and honouring to Christ. As you work hard with your hands today, see if there are ways you can endure if you are criticised, to win people over with a kind response if you are mocked and to bless those around you, colleagues, customers, or suppliers. After all, we live by Jesus' values and follow his example. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are in this moment, whether on public transport or in your car or at your workplace, quiet your mind and focus your heart and let's pray. We live by Jesus' values and follow his example. 
Maybe you can recognize yourself in Kara's story. In your work, you can be asked to do things or treat people in ways that you know is not how Jesus has called you to live. These moments can create real tension within us. How do you react when faced with tensions between your faith life and your work life? Are you tempted to withdraw at work or even resign? Or do you begin acting like everyone around you and seek to fit in? Take a moment to consider these questions. There is a comfort in the thought that you are not alone. Yes, God is with you, and God has love and grace for you even when you don't always honor Him in your working life. But also, people you worship with at church who are part of a workplace also face these same tensions. So do you talk to your friends about this? Can you talk to your friends about this? Take a moment to consider... How free do you feel to talk about your workplace tensions among your Christian friends? And how might you help to make these conversations more normal and natural so ideas can be shared and you can all know that you are not alone? Now think about this week ahead. What temptations do you already know you'll be facing? What pressures do you already feel pressing down on you? In what ways might you already be wanting to keep Jesus at arm's length so he doesn't come too close to your work? Take a moment now to press into Jesus. Take a moment to tell God about your week ahead. Lord of all truth, give us wisdom as we work to make good choices and to uphold your truth. Give us grace that we may live well with those who have a different set of values. Give us compassion that we can be alongside those who might be finding it difficult at work. Give us courage to stand up when we are tempted to give in to the prevailing attitudes. 
Give us eyes to see where you are at work and to work alongside you. When we are reviled, help us bless. When persecuted, help us to endure. Let those who oppose us be the same people who bring out the best in us. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. This week, as you notice yourself being defensive about your faith or you feel under attack, do the opposite of what you are receiving. If you are being mocked, respond with a compliment. If you are being tested, be generous in response. If you are harshly questioned, respond gently and graciously. And when you experience a faith crisis at work and you're not sure who to turn to for wisdom and encouragement, know that God is always present in your workplace and is with you as you work. We have heard the word of the Lord. We have been reminded that we live by Jesus' values and follow his example. We have come before God in prayer, bringing ourselves and our workplaces before him. So now it's time to go to work. Go into your day confident that the presence of God is with you. Thank you for listening to Worship on the Way to Work. If you'd like to meet Kara and Stephen and be part of a community of people seeking to connect with God in their working lives, you can join the Worship on the Way to Work group on Facebook or LinkedIn. Links are in the show notes. For more podcast content, search for Workplace and Faith, where special guests discuss the topic of how we live our faith in our working lives. To offer your support and show your appreciation for what you have received today, you can give at the details in the show notes. This podcast is written and produced by Kara Martin and Stephen Field and is edited by Stephen Field on behalf of Worship on the Way in conjunction with Canterbury Baptist Church, Melbourne, Australia. Bible readings are from the New International Version. Prayer music is by Deep Instrumental. Other music sourced through Epidemic Sounds. Now for the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember, we live by Jesus' values and follow His example.